0: Welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, welcome to the Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. And today I'm going to talk to you about what we've learned from helping our rookies fund $272 million in volume. So we launched our program, Rookie Rockstar, in August 1st, 2021. And we initially were a place, just a transitionary training brokerage. We've since changed from that, but I went back and pulled the numbers for the total amount of fundings as well as files that rookies and grads. So I consider somebody who went through a rookie program and is now out there crushing mortgages. So I combined those two. So it's not all just rookie volume, it's rookie and grad volume. And the total was 272 million and 599 files, which is pretty awesome. Actually, when you think about it, like that is a lot of flipping mortgages from people that Most of them had done no mortgages when they came to us. So that's pretty cool. So I'll talk about the three things that we've learned from that. We've learned tons of things, but three kind of big things that will help you hopefully in your business. Before I jump into that, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform, very easy for borrowers to use, and mortgage brokers. One of the reasons we like it in our rookie program is that there's just the the learning curve is not that steep. You know, when I looked at the available programs that were out there, and there's some great programs now, way better than when I started back in 2006, I wanted something that was gonna be easy for them to learn because there's a lot to learn when you're a new mortgage broker. Like you have gotta learn how to sell, you gotta learn how to find clients, you gotta learn how to underwrite. And then if you have technology as another learning curve in there, it just makes it more challenging. So what I liked about Finmo is that it's just very easy for people to pick up and use right out of the box. So in any case, we'll jump into this episode. So what did we learned from funding 272 million in mortgages over the last since August of 2021. Well, the first thing is is that for people to succeed, they need training and support. And so I'm going to break these down in a bit more detail for you. So, by training, I mean it's like how to do something. You know, people say, well, you need to get realtors to refer you. Well, how? What do you say to them? And first off, how do you find the realtors? Like, what? That's the first thing is like, how do I find these realtors or referral partners? Okay, great. Now that I found them, what do I say to them? right? It's not enough to just say, go out and do this because most, the vast majority of people will struggle like crazy. They need to know what to say to them in order to get a meeting. And then when you get the meeting, you need to know what to say to them in the meeting so that you can then have a good starting point, right? So that's for their relationship. So that's another thing that's important. And then finally, you need a plan for following up because if you're not following up, it doesn't matter how great that first meeting is. It's like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. I can't wait to work with you. And then frickets, your business will die if you do not continue to follow up. And I always tell our people, I'm like, look, you know, Coca Cola still advertises 130 years, or maybe it's more now after they came into existence. Everybody knows you can go to like a remote part of Africa and hold up a Coca Cola and people probably know what it is, but it's still advertised. Why do they do that? So we don't forget who they are. And it's the same thing for you as a mortgage broker. You don't need to advertise, but if you don't follow up, you are literally, you might as well not even start, honestly. So to me, the training is the very specific and tactical in terms of like what to say, what to do when, what do I say when they say this? What do I do when they say, hey, I can't meet this week? What's the tactic? So that's part of it. I think good training too is something I've been learning in the coaching business for quite a while now is that it should be a path. Training is not just content that's like, here's a whole bunch of stuff. It's gotta be linear and there has to be a path. Now, yeah, there's things, you know, life's gonna throw curveballs at you and so is the business. But without a path, training is pointless. Just doing calls after calls, you're going to be like, how do I put it together? In what order? I always think of like baking a cake. When you bake a cake, you have to do it in the right order. You could be focusing on you know, putting the icing and get really good at that. But if you don't know how to put the flour, I don't really know how to make cakes so well, but I know a little bit, uh, put the flour and the eggs in and be a magnet, you're not going to have a cake to decorate. And so if you don't have a path, it's really important. So that's the first thing. You have to have great training. Second thing is support. So one of the things that we did right from the start is I recognize is that the mentor model, as much as I like the mentor model, and I actually think the mentor model could be good, it just doesn't scale well. And it depends on the mentor. There's so many variables to it. So instead of the mentor model, when it came to underwriting, we created an underwriting support room where for 40 hours a week, we have underwriting coaches that sit in a Zoom room and our rookies can hang up the phone on a client and say, I don't know what to do. I don't know the answer to that question, but I bet you I know who does. Jump into that Zoom room, pull up the file, look at the documents, get specific coaching on, oh, do this, this, and this. Here's your question. Our rookies are able to punch above their weight class, if you will, as a boxing metaphor. They're able to compete and win against much more experienced brokers because they're plugging into the brain of somebody who's really, really good and who's focused on helping them fund their mortgages. That's a huge advantage. And so I think support is a different animal, but you do need to have both in order for us to have been able to fund this many mortgages or our rookies to fund that many mortgages it was a combination of training and support, and it would not have worked with them both. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is no good without peanut butter and chocolate. You kind of need both. So think of it like peanut butter and chocolate. That's the first thing. The second thing that I noticed in terms of their behavior of the rookies and the ones that have rapidly succeeded is they are willing to execute before they have everything figured out. You know, there's a certain personality type and these are wonderful people, but they feel like they need to learn and know everything before they go out and take action. You will never know everything because it's always changing right? And ultimately, if you peel it back, and it's very, you know, I don't want to sound rude, but it's usually it's rooted in fear. It's fear of rejection, fear of not knowing the answer. And so then they don't want to take action, but then they never take action. And unfortunately, the only way you can learn is by taking action and doing. It'd be like somebody who's reading about driving cars, and they really want to understand how cars work, and they want to understand the mechanics and how does the, you know, the engine combustion, but they just got to get behind the dang wheel and drive. And they're gonna realize, oh, this is not what I expected, and they're gonna learn more. And you know, my daughter took her driver's exam and she crushed it. But when she got in the car, it was a little bit scary. She's fantastic now, by the way, but it was a little bit scary at first. I'm like passing the test and having head knowledge is not the same as having practical knowledge. And mortgages is very much the same. This is not something that you can just, you know, study broker kits, study sales scripting. You've got to actually take action. And the people who I have Witness over and over again are these people that go, okay, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm just gonna go do it anyway. Reminds me of a quote from 82nd Airborne Division from World War II. Said, the courage are the guys who are scared, but they go anyway. And so, you know, in mortgages, it's a person who doesn't have it all figured out, but they take action anyway. You know, I have this concept of launch and learn. It's like, well, let's get it launched and we'll learn as we go. We'll build on it, we'll figure it out, we'll make adjustments. And consistently, that is a very important personality trait. If you don't have that, you're going to have to force yourself to do it. If you're like naturally like, I just want to know more information, more information, you are going to drown in information and you're never going to make any money and you probably won't succeed in the mortgage business, which sucks because especially if you really want to do it, it will really hurt you. So, uh, First, you got to have good training and support. Second is you need to execute before you have it all figured out. Third, that I've noticed, and this goes back to, again, personality traits of the people that have done amazingly well is, is that they take ownership of their business. Yes, even though I believe we have the best training and support in the industry, even though we do everything we can to help them, they still got to own it. At the end of the day, they've got to take ownership of going, this is my business, and I'm going to go and I'm going to learn this, and I'm going to do everything I can, and I'm not going to blame other people when things go wrong. And even when something does go wrong, even if it's 99%, say the client completely screwed you over, it's still 1% you. It's still like, well, what could I have done different? How could I have set better expectations? You know, I often will see people will be lamenting in the Facebook groups about, oh my gosh, I lost this file. Can you believe they left me? They wasted all my time. I'm like, dude, you lost that file on the first call and you didn't even know it. You didn't even have that file, which is one of the reasons why we actually, we do training on discovery calls, which is the first call and strategy calls, which is your second call because they're super important. It's one thing to get the referral from the referral source. That's one, you know, okay, great. We got that figured out now what? Well, then the new problem is now how do I get the client to work with me? considering that mortgage brokers don't always have the lowest rates. We sometimes have more documents that we require. It can be more painful to work with us. And so if you don't know how to handle those things, you're going to struggle. And so the people who take ownership of their own business and decide, this is my business, my opportunity, my business. I think Wally, one of my past shows said that, and I love that. It's your opportunity, your business. And I think that that's something that I consistently see is that the people who are successful that fund lots of volume as rookies, they take ownership of it, which means if they need help, they're going to ask for it. They don't play the blame game. They don't say you did this. They don't blame the clients. They don't blame the lenders. They don't blame anybody because blame is useless. It's kind of like blame does nothing to help anybody. Instead, you say, "What could I have done different?" And you're going to lose files. Everybody loses files. You're going to lose referral partners. Like I've lost files and referral partners every which way imaginable. And every time that I stopped and I, you know, licked my wounds, even though it sucked, the time. Yeah, I'm not going to say I was like, "Yay, this is fun." It was never fun. It always sucks. It always sucks to lose a file. It always sucks to lose a referral source. But when I cleared my head and I had a bit of time to think about it, I never blamed anybody but myself and said, okay, what could I do different? How could I change my process? Do I put in better questioning? Do I put in checklists? What do I need to do? And that is how you build a great business. You don't build a great business by expecting somebody else to spoon feed you because you just won't succeed, bottom line, period. Hopefully you find that helpful. So 272 million, 599 files and three things. You got to have great training and support and understand the two different things. Second, you need to execute before you have it all figured out. Don't get stuck in analysis, paralysis. And third, you need to take ownership of your own business. This is your opportunity. It's an amazing opportunity. You know, my buddy Stevie D always says, you know, we get paid like surgeons, but we have less training than hairstylists. And it's true. Become a hairstylist takes way longer than becoming a mortgage broker. Like it takes 10 months, costs you 10,000 plus dollars. And to become a mortgage broker, you know, in Ontario, it's a week. and costs you a thousand bucks. Well, the barrier to entry does not equal the opportunity, right? And so sometimes people think, well, because it was easy to get in, the business is easy. It's not. It's an amazing business, though. So that's the last thing that I would say about that. So hopefully you got some ideas from that. Finally, if you're listening and you're like, man, I don't have a plan. I don't have a path. Uh, check out rookie rookietorockstar.ca. We have a fantastic program that we're always revamping and tweaking and improving, even though we've been doing this for a while we know that we're never satisfied, like never. Like even saying, even the way I think about this, I'm like, we can make this better. Looking at our programs, I'm like, they're good, but there's areas that we can improve. And I can promise you that that is something that we are working on as a company. So go check out rookietorockstar.ca. I'll show you exactly how we help you find, fund and convert your first 10 files. Check that out. Thanks again for listening to the show. And yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, like when I hit the two-year mark, I wonder what the volume, I'll do another show maybe at the two-year mark. So that'll be August of 2023. That'll be two full years of helping rookies build mortgage businesses. And I'm wondering what that volume and file count will be, but it'll be an interesting uh, episode. I will do something on that in the future. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.